Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. And thank you for tuning in to episode 128. Uh, I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. So, we are going to start this week off by cracking a tasty treat really quick, because Tim was kind enough to bring two of them. Let's start with lighter, I think. Okay. Let the Velocil... It's hard to say. Velociraptor? No. You say it. Velocihopter. Very good. Velocihopter. double IPA. Oh, shit. Special release from uh, <laughs> your favorite brewery, Nikoski. <laughs> It says, unearth the deliciousness of whatever. With a larger-than-life hop aroma and citrusy nose, this double IPA pours dark red in color. That's unusual. That's very unusual. Crafted for the hop heads using Centennial and Columbus. Get this beer before it goes extinct. It is um, 8.4% alcohol and 88 IBUs. Cool. Curious to see just how red it is if it's just faintly red. So normally we have tasty treats after our break. But today we're not. We're doing a little bit of both. Uh, I mean, the, we are in a state of crisis the, here right, in this given country. Given the political climate, we may be drinking a lot more. It's kind of red. It is kind of red. It's actually a lot more red than the IPA normally would be. Yeah, if I just saw this, I would probably think it was an amber or something. Yeah. Definitely not as dark as a red. No. But it's definitely more of an amber than an IPA. Look at that flawless pour. Trying to be fair. All right, there you go. Awesome, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. I'm glad it's not orange like the Cheeto color of our president. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wish nothing but the most health to his colon. Absolutely nothing but the most health. I just hope he shits his pants on live TV. How do we know he hasn't? Maybe he wears diapers. That depends. Ah. <laughs> All right, Tim, so what have you been up to this week? Um, I'm taking an online class. You're taking an online class? I'm taking an online From class. From where? From westernuniversity.com? Nope. Dot com. It's, from, uh, from where? Blue Apron? Getting a lot closer. Oh, shit. What's the other one called? Um, um... So I don't actually know, like, I can't, there's a name for it, I don't remember. It's a lady who kind of does her own courses. Oh, never mind, this isn't like a big website or anything? No, no, it's okay. pretty pretty small, um, <clears throat> but she does it pretty professionally. So, um, back at Christmas, one of my presents was um, a pressure cooker. Yes. And these things are pretty cool, but they're also really complicated. Like, really? To like me. Don't just pop food in, lock no. it down, press the time, good to go? I mean, sort of. But okay. you gotta know which buttons to push for which kinds of food. Gotta get the right amount of liquid in there. 
set it for the right time. So what made you want a pressure cooker? What made you? What led you to getting a pressure cooker for Christmas? And if you don't well, know how to use I'm it, I'm trying to eat healthier. Okay. Um, so that means cooking, but I hate complicated cooking. Okay. What's cool about a pressure cooker is you can throw all your ingredients in it and just push some buttons and walk away from it. Which is sort of like what you can do with a slow cooker. Yes. But you'll notice there's the word slow in front of that. I like things fast, hot, and now. So, so pressure, how long does a pressure cooker take to cook Probably something? four times faster than um, a slow cooker. So if, if it about, takes a 12 hour to do a thing, it's going to take about four hours. To so do yeah, if you remove... For three hours. If you change air pressure, you change cooking time dramatically. Like, if you could cook on the moon, yeah. theoretically, yeah. cooking time would be completely different for a cake than it would be here on Earth. Huh. But in that contained environment where it pressurizes, um, it speeds up cooking time dramatically. Hmm. So you can cook all sorts of crazy things in there. You can cook eggs, oatmeal, yogurt. Um, yogurt? You cook yogurt? Yeah, yogurt starts as milk. So you make your own yogurt? You make saying. your own yogurt. Oh, okay, I thought I was like, you what know, the fuck are you doing? Well, you, you, know, you have like a tillamook like, yogurt, you, know, you plop it in there, no, you're like, no, no, all right, no, cook. You make your own yogurt. Okay, gotcha. Well, a lot of people use it for that. There's actually a yogurt button on the machine, that's why. I no it. way. Yeah, there is. Um, it's a, he makes it in some peach yogurt, Tim. I could. Um, have a lot less sugar in the store yogurt. There's a lot of sugar in store yogurt. Yes, there is. I know that's the reason why my wife doesn't let me buy it a lot. Yeah, it's better if you mix in your own fruit. Anyway, um, so rice, it's it can do a lot of things that a slow cooker can. Some some it's not as good at. Some particular types of meats you want you want to take the time. Yeah. But lots of others like um, pulled pork or like you want to do your own rotisserie style chicken. You just throw a whole chicken in there. Wow. And then after you cook the chicken, you can take all the bones. And make a chicken broth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just reduce it down. Yeah. All sorts of cool things, but I need to learn how to use it and kind of cook in general. So I'm taking this class. It's actually got a ton of modules. Um, I've done the first three, um, but I haven't done any hands-on so far. I'm just kind of learning the controls and what the machine does and how to. Of oh, that specific machine, or just pressure cookers in general? Pressure cookers in general. Although the instructor <clears throat> is using the same model I am. So oh, that makes it really helpful. Makes it very easy. Um, this particular model that we were talking about a little bit um, became very popular on Facebook and other social media platforms this Christmas season, so that's probably why she's using that model. Okay. Um, how much does this model retail for? Just so That's the weird thing. Um, it varies. It goes on sale a lot. Um, like, when it was purchased for me, it was 70 Okay. If you go on Amazon.com right now, it would be 100 Okay. With a suggested retail of 120 Oh, shit. So. Okay. Yeah, huge, it varies. Huge variance. Okay. I would say 60 or 70. Would you say it's a higher-end pressure cooker? Yes. Okay. So um, this is more of the top price line for pressure cookers? Pressure um, yeah. Cookers. You can definitely spend more. You can get a higher capacity, for example. But if you get a higher capacity, it also takes longer for it to pressurize. And so to cook you, stuff, technically, right. right? So I think this is a 6 or an 8 quart, something okay. like that. I can't remember which. Um, okay. There's ones that are bigger, but then again, you're like I said, it'll take longer to pressurize. So yeah. there's trade-offs. Okay. Um, haven't used it yet, but it looks cool. Yeah, um, we'll get to that later. But um, also my week, I finally got to meet your son. Yes, you did. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was actually on my list to talk about. He's um, really cute. I'm not sure how you pulled that off. Congratulations. Yeah, no, I think she had an affair. Well, yeah. I mean, it works for me though. I got a cute baby. So yes. Yeah. Take just. I mean, at least he wasn't like. Doesn't look dramatically different from you, so you can roll with it. Exactly. Yeah. At least I can roll with it. So, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, family finally got to cover and meet him because our family's been sick. We didn't want to get him sick. 
Um, finally, people got over that. So we apparently, we're going to be doing more lunches and stuff. Your wife and I are talking or doing something. So oh, sounds cool. We're going to do that. So, yeah, it was um, fun having you guys over. Your daughter was really cute with him. She yes. was like so excited. Well, she's of the babysitting age for now. She is. So that could work for you. So maybe you guys can go out sometime. Exactly. Speaking of my daughter, we started a new series. Um, I watch like an episode of. Buffy every week with her. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, TV series. TV series. Okay. So, um, another one of my favorite series, actually directed by the same person, Joss Whedon, which is Firefly. It's kind of seemed appropriate with the political season as well. I've never seen that one either, or don't even know what's Firefly, about. Firefly, I think you might enjoy a lot more than um, than Buffy. Okay. So, maybe you like but right Buffy here. has that really sexy vampire girl, right? Yeah, you definitely enjoyed parts of Buffy the Vampire okay. Slayer, but there'd be parts too, but like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and play a trailer right here for um, Firefly. Firefly, so people who haven't seen it can get a taste. Okay. And then the last thing is I was going to read you this little piece of mail. And then uh, I got this today. It's uh, from Toyota. Oh, dear God. They're going to buy your car from you? Mm. <clears throat> the subject vehicles are equipped with front passenger airbag inflators produced by Takata. The propellant in these inflators may degrade after prolonged exposure to high absolute humidity and fluctuating high temperatures. Degraded propellant can cause inflator rupture during airbag deployment. In the event of an inflator rupture, metal fragments could pass through the airbag cushion material, striking the vehicle occupants and result in serious injury or death. <laughs> this sounds really fucked up and fake. So what, you what, what should you do? Until the replacement becomes available, we recommend that you do not operate the vehicle with... What? with an occupant in the front passenger seat. So wanna go for a ride? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You I'm, got your car here? I'm driving. Let's do it. Yeah, so apparently um, if these airbags go wrong, they sent hot shrapnel into your passenger. I mean, I've lost enough body parts. I ain't fucking afraid of a Toyota car. I mean, these kind of safety precautions we sort of take for granted. Yeah. But I don't know, when government agencies can't tweet anymore, we might, we might not get this kind of information in the future. Just saying. So what do you do? You take that in for recall? So it's it's in the recall process. So it's not available yet. It's Yeah, they have to get a bunch of new airbags, ship them to the dealership. Yeah. So I will get another postcard saying, hey, we're ready. Please schedule an appointment. And until then... So you guys taking this seriously not going to ride in the passenger seat until this is done? I don't know. I mean... You want to I mean, I'm fucking going for a ride, so... <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking afraid of nothing. My daughter won't be sitting up front, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, like, if, like you won't let her, or she, like, won't? I won't let her. Okay. Like, if my wife is picking me up somewhere, yeah. maybe I'd ride in the passenger seat. I don't know. Because it's not guaranteed. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's, there's two things. A, you have to have one of the airbags that... Well, you do have the airbag, but it has to have gone through this high-temperature humidity thing and broken down. And B, you got to be in a fucking accident. Yeah. But, I mean... That just sucks, though. Like, the thing that's supposed to protect you from an accident... <laughs> Shoots hot shrapnel through you. I don't know. I just laughed out loud in the middle of my living room when I read that this afternoon. Were you by yourself? Or were you I was. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> the cat's, like, looking at me like... The cat's like, what the fuck, Tim? Pretty much. I, I thought that was funny. But that's crazy. That's been this week's segment of Let's Read Tim's Mail. Oh, Jesus. So, what you been up to? So, we had your family over. That was fun. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, we had a few other people randomly trinkle in throughout the week. Has that been... Uh, Good as far as how many people come over. Or? 
So basically, like, we kind of just, like, invited the people we wanted to have come over. Nice. You so, actually pulled that off. Good yeah, theory. exactly. Good so theory. we kind of pulled this off perfectly. Um, and we'll talk about the reasoning behind all this off air because I don't know if other people listen to this or not. But we did pull it off perfectly. Um, then I went back to work part-time this week. So now I'm two days in. So I'm working till supposed to work half days, which would be noon um, when I'd be getting off. But I'm working till about, like, 1, 2 o'clock. And then leaving. Did so, I understand though that your son dropped by work and you were watching him at work today? I did. Okay. Yeah. So my wife had a dentist appointment at ten o'clock. So mm-hmm. she showed up around nine thirty and dropped him off. And then I watched him for an hour, hour and a half, cool. and uh, hung out with him, and built a computer and stuff with him. And then um, he went on his way. So had some computer parts laying around the office. My or my uncle who actually owns a company. Um, his graphics card actually died on him in his computer um and i tweeted you a photo of my very first graphics card i ever bought it had like a cartoon picture on it It was funny yeah exactly um like some wizard or something yeah i don't know what the hell that was um again with it it still had all the plastic wrapping on it so apparently that's like a thing with me so i don't know if i have plastic wrapping on this computer card or not this graphics card or not but uh apparently that's a thing because we had graphic or we had plus wrap on the one that I gave you too mm-hmm. um I sold him a computer about hmm, whenever I built this computer I sold him a computer and I had upgraded everything inside of it besides a graphics card and it was the very first graphics card I had 100% paid for myself so I had other ones and stuff before um and I had like paid partially for some of them you know like people gave me money for them or whatever um for Christmas and stuff um so it was laying inside this computer that was at my shop and his died so i pulled it out of the old one plugged it into his and it runs and it runs everything he needs cool so kind of sucks because he was just gonna buy a new graphics card and then i could have popped that in my work computer because i don't have one Mm. um but at least he's up and running now so my son and i built our first little uh or fix our first computer together. You, say, Bill, you just put a graphics yeah, card exactly. in. Exactly. Like, well, even we, I could do that. Even I could do that now. He's an infant. He's like 12 days old. What time is it? He's 12 days old for another 35 minutes. He should be wearing networks by now. Oh, I know. He's really a slut. See, that's the reason why I think he's not mine. <laughs> um, been working on a video series. Yes. So, you and I built... Well... Speaking we, of building computers. Yeah, we built you a computer over the Christmas break during mm-hmm. our, what was it, one-week hiatus of the podcast? Yep. Instead of doing the podcast, we built you a computer. Yep. Um, myself, your wife, and HyperX all generously chipped in and got you all the finalized pieces for your computer that you've been wanting. Um, we built you a, I wouldn't say it's a small computer. It's smaller but it, than this. It's smaller. It's, it's a micro PC. Uh, or a mini PC. Uh, no, it'd be a micro, not mini. Um, so I've been working on the video and splicing it together. So far we're up to four pieces. We're going to have seven or eight of them total. And those are going to be rolling. I still don't remember how many. How many nope, yet. I don't remember. And towards the end of the videos, I think the episode, or the part four, I still knew what number we were on. I think part five is where I'm like, is this six or five? So... Um, but anyways, that's going to start rolling out, and I was thinking, what do you think? Do Should we do two a week, or should we do one a week? Or should we do three a week? Or do four a week? Um, not not four. Okay. And probably not three. 
So I'd say two? One, or, one or two. So let's do two a week. Okay. So we can do like a. Uh, I mean, it's kind of up to you because you're still producing the videos. Well, I got four of them done. So you're three more to go. Yeah, three more to go. That's kind of you and your schedule. Um, I mean, part of it. no matter what, they'd be done before the last one released. Unless we did four starting today. I think two a week's good. Okay, so we'll do two a week. So, check that out at youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. We literally walk you guys through unboxing the parts. And... Got to see all my exciting shiny parts in the meeting. That was, that was my favorite part. Yep. That was cool boxes. And then, putting the case together, put, putting, putting everything inside the case. Hooking everything up, hiding the wires. And then the last one is actually down to installing. Or not the last one, but the second to last one is actually down to installing the OS, making sure everything on the inside is internally running correctly. And the last one is talking about our headset, our headsets um, supplied to us by HyperX and our Alloy FPS uh, keyboard from HyperX as well. Um, down to, yeah. I think that's what that last one was, and a little bit about the complexity of it. Um, and I think we have a follow-up when I want to record eventually, just like following up with you about how it's going and everything. Yeah, so, like I've, I've already been doing things on it, like I put in a hard drive. Yeah. All by myself. All by myself. Okay. So proud of you. I know. So, um, that'll be coming out, um, I don't know what time this coming week. But we will have a set schedule we'll to it it out. Facebook and yeah, Twitter, so. exactly. So two a week, guys. Um, expect that. I think that the videos are going to be around. I think I would say no longer than twenty minutes. The longest one right now, and like I said, I've already edited half of them. The longest one right now is thirteen minutes. So I'm going to give myself an extra seven, just for the the next video that I'm doing. Um, I think it took us a little bit longer to do some of it, and it's a little bit more detailed. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, well, taking it step by step, if you were a console gamer like me, you can see that it, there are some parts that are challenging, but not insurmountable. Yeah, exactly. Anybody can do it if I can do it. So, um, I did that, and then also some assembly required. So, going back to being a new father, my son doesn't like to fucking sleep. And this is the point in his life where he's supposed to sleep like 19 hours a, a day. And basically only be awake to feed. Mm -hmm. Apparently. From everything I've ever read, from the doctors you spoke to. Sort of my experience, yeah. He doesn't want to fucking sleep. And I haven't got sleep for the past two fucking nights because, like, I'm a terrible sleeper. Like, if I get woken up, like, I'm fucking awake. Mm -hmm. And my wife goes right back to sleep. So she's gotten a little bit of sleep, and I've gotten probably a little bit more than her, but it's nothing. I mean, it's like... She'll feed for like 45 minutes, set him down in the crib because he'll be asleep, and he'll be awake within 10, and then he'll scream, and it's just like fucking ridiculous. So, my wife did a lot of research last night while with no sleep, mm -hmm. and there's some babies that will not lay on their back. And at this age that he's at, he can't be laid on his stomach because he'll suffocate, but there are some babies that will, re will literally refuse to sleep on his back. So we've had the literally like... I already told you, hold him on our chest, and you and your wife are like, oh, that's kind of bad. But, like, that's the only way he'll fucking sleep. Well, it's sleep. only bad if you're totally in bed and you might roll over. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a chair... I mean, I want to be I mean, in bed. <laughs> people have done it. Yeah. Um, so we did some research on it last night because mm -hmm. of the talk that I had with you and your wife. Yeah. I want to find something that was safe. Sure. So there is a thing I'll show you out in the living room when okay. we're done. 
but it basically is like a cradle that like hugs him to where he can't roll on his sides and does a rocking motion and it's all built off of motor. So some assembly was required. So he's like in this cocoon thing? Exact. Think of a bassinet with that's not nearly as wide. It's basically built for maybe a 20-pound baby. Mm-hmm. Maybe 30 pounds you could get into it. But that's about how wide it is and that's about how long it is. It has a 6-hour and a 30-minute uh, timer on it and it'll literally rock it by itself. And uh, so I got that today. So do you know if it, he likes it yet or not? He slept for the first time in the past 24 hours for three hours straight. Nice. After I got it set up. Now let me tell you, setting that son of a bitch up, fucking pain in the ass. Why? So, in the videos on Amazon, the Amazon packaging apparently comes pre-set up because it's supposed to fucking collapse. And it's like this portable thing so you don't have to have a bassinet or a play yard. Okay. You just fucking bring this with you wherever you go. Okay. Apparently not the ones at fucking Target. Nah, I nah. opened up the box and like tur- turned it and like a thousand pieces like went all over the floor and I was like, well, fuck. Should have bought from Amazon. Yeah. So Overnight shipping. Yeah, but I wanted it two days so we could sleep two nights. But then you have to take all the time to assemble it. So. so about an hour and a half to two hours later, I had it fully assembled. Nice. It's only five pieces, like six pieces put together. But, like, the way that they move and shit, like, they must have got mixed up in the box. I had to, like, bend some stuff around. and It was a whole fucking nightmare. You had to, like, bend pieces? Yeah, like, it was, like, click in so they could collapse over pieces. Not- yeah, yeah. So, like, you click it, and then, like, it, like, rotates. I'm making this thing sound insane. I'm gonna have to see this yeah. during the break. Yeah, so like it picks up the kid, chokes him by the neck, and then he passes out and puts him back down. Cuts his hair for us. Seems safe. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, I'll show you during the break. But that's what I've been up to this week. This is a video game podcast, if you guys haven't forgot. This is a video game podcast. So, Tim, what video games have you been playing? Um, so, I got this review code from... Um, uh, it's a developer in Mexico, actually. Um, Hunter's. Oh, El Mexico. Yes, Hunter's Legacy. Um, it's. Is it the cat game? It is the cat game. Oh, I almost got it, and I was like, nah, Tim's gonna get this one. Um, you didn't get the same code? Wait, did they send the code in the email? They sent the code in the email, Oh, fuck, I thought I had to ask for a code. No. Oh, never mind, I got a code. Yeah, you can play it on your PS4. Uh, we even sent a code to uh, Jesse for his Xbox. Oh, nice. Sweet. He sent us a bunch of codes. So I'm gonna at least make a gameplay video of it. Um, hmm. It's like a. Is this like the action platformer? Yes. Fighter? And it's like sort of open world because you'll like go through doorways to different areas, and you'll be fighting these monsters. You have a sword to start with. I think you get two swords eventually, hmm. and you get a bow and arrow. And you're this little kitty, and what's cool is when you jump, is you can grab on the sides of things. I don't know if you played us the Mario game recently, Super Mario, the Mario 3D World or whatever on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. When you get a cat costume, you can climb walls. Really? This is sort of like that. Like you dig your nails into it? Okay. Cat. Yeah. Um, so I guess this game is based on a stray cat that they found, and then the cat disappeared one day, so they imagined it went off on adventures. So. Okay. That's kind of cool. Um, it's it's fun. Um, the color palette is interesting. Spoiler! It ended up in their burrito. That was Zach who said that. <laughs> um, the sound effects... Are very oh wait, you said cat, not dog. Never mind. It is cat. Never mind. I mean, cat meat's not good. How do you know? Don't worry about it. Okay, so um, the sound effects kind of make me laugh. They sound very like if you or I 
recorded. Really? <laughs> um, but the game controls pretty well. Um, and it's PS4. PS4, and Xbox, One. Xbox One. It's originally on Steam. Uh, the console versions are the newest ones. So I'll make a short video of it at some point this week and Sweet. put it up on our site so you can check it out see what That's it looks cool. like. Um, I also got a couple games for my... Uh, 3DS actually, uh, GameStop's clearing out a lot of their um, DS inventory. Oh no shit! Yeah, weird, huh? Go um, fucking figure. So it's time to switch over to a new console. Yes, a new portable, as it were. So, um, I got this game that's sort of rare for two bucks. You can hold up the camera. Soul bubbles. Yep. It uses the stylus, and you like blow bubbles across the screen. And the bubbles like encapsulate souls that you're trying to get to the home base, basically. Okay. There's all sorts of dangers that come out of them, like thorns and birds, and the bubbles sort of protect them, so that's why you have the bubbles. Um, when you come to a narrow spot, you can use the stylus and cut the bubble and okay. get smaller bubbles. Um, so there's all sorts of fun play mechanics. It's done really well, actually. Um, and I've always heard of this game, but I never got it, and it became rare at one point. And then I forgot about it. Hmm. And then I saw it for two bucks, and I'm like, Pfft. That's cool. So yeah, I got that. And then, um... What else did you pick up? I got this. So, For two bucks? No. It was... A, I don't know if you can hear that music, hopefully. Definitely fucking Zelda. I touched something. Oh, god damn it. I don't know what game this is. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm pressing the V button. Hyrule... Uh, you spent more than two bucks on this fucking game? I did. It was 25 and then 20% off. You just off. keep talking, I'm gonna play. Because I talk so much shit about this game. Just keep talking. Uh, 25, 20% off with my game club unlocked. Um, it was 25 bucks? Well, it went down from like 40 Jeez, to 25. Tits. I got it down to 20 and then Do I, I need had... this thing or not? No. Okay, cool. And then I got another $5 discount from a coupon thing. So I got it for 15 so, it is a Dynasty Warriors game, basically, with Zelda characters. Why do you gotta choose three people? Because you switch between them in the battle. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. So, it's not an exploration game, it's a battle game. You get in these huge battles, you're not gonna be able to play a level. What? It's gonna take too long. No, I'm on free play. Okay, fine. So Just keep talking. I'm talking, dickweed. So, of course, there's Link. Um, every character has their own attacks, and some of them are kind of weird. Um, like, Zelda isn't too much fun to play. She has, like, this rapier wand thing. This, like, this fairy looks like a slut. I'm going to choose her. You get a lot of fairies in the game. That's another thing. Um, you get different fairies that give you different abilities. And you have a different separate minigame. You haven't played with an XL, have you? No, I haven't. I keep looking for where my fucking buttons are. Um, that's my XL. There's going to be a Pikachu uh, XL coming out soon. Jesus Christ. Why? One, it's one, dead. One ninety nine. They're still two hundred dollars. I don't even care. Start battle. Oh Jesus Christ! You got three young. Of course I do. It actually works. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It does eye tracking. Um, so the music's great. Yeah, I mean character it's still design. Music. Character design's pretty good. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Just mash buttons then. You get to slice through a lot of monsters, so that's sort of fun. But you're rushing around the map a lot. Um, so just... I'm in Hyrule Field. Mm -hmm. What the hell is this blue dude? I don't know. I don't know what you're seeing. You'll get items like bombs sometimes. and Why other... are they not attacking me? They're kind of dumb. The AI is kind of dumb. You mow through so many enemy soldiers. 
Um, we got a 50 KO. There's different events. Um, there's points to capture, like, uh, fortresses. There's different scenarios, but it's basically um, Dynasty Warriors. So, see, I've never played Dynasty Warriors, and this actually isn't as stupid as it. I mean, it's stupid. It's definitely not a Zelda game. It's a Dynasty Warriors game with a Zelda skin on it. And you're going to see a lot um, more of these. Um, there's been a... What's that robot series? I can't remember now. The Gundam? Yes, there's been a Gundam one. There's going to be a Fire Emblem one. Fire Emblem one of these? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus tits. Um, I didn't. I had no interest in getting the Wii U version of this game, but at the price... I don't know what you're seeing right now. You look like you're watching Two Girls, One Cup. He's just like raised his erection sort of in the sky and then was like wah, wah, wah. Um so the fairies Oh those rubies The fairies I was talking about. There's like a whole mini game about dressing your fairies and feeding your fairies In here? No, it's it's outside in a different menu before this. Okay. And it's kinda weird. Is that the reason why your wife texted me it was like Tim's playing with fairies and dressing them up? Yeah. Exactly. And I just turned on this game from not playing it since um last late last week. And somehow through Spot Pass, I got like 50, like almost literally 50 packs of rupees and food and dresses and new fairies. And I haven't taken the 3DS out, so I'm not sure where all these Spot Passes happen. I haven't lost a single heart yet, dude. Um, you might be uneasy. I don't know. Maybe you're just that good. I'm a fucking pro at this game. So... I also picked up today, um... Fucking Dynasty Warriors, fucking selfish knockoff piece of shit. Whatever, you're I'll playing. I'll play later on the break. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got so that. So it's 24 bucks. Well, I got it for 15 Okay. But yes, it's, it's currently 25 at, at Best Buy. That's crazy. Because that's a, that's a 3DS game, though. That's not a DS, because you said DS games. So about this game, interestingly, this, so this is the new 3DS XL. This has a stronger processor than the original yeah. 3DS XL. And apparently it runs like shit on the original. Really? Yes. It oh. stutters and... Never mind, I'm not going to get that game then ever. No, you shouldn't. It, actually, we should play it on yours and see how bad it is. Okay. Mm if you can find it. I, I mean, they're on my shelf. Is it charged? Possibly. I want to see how bad it stutters. Cause I okay. Heard, I heard it's pretty bad. Like You're watching a slideshow. Oh, okay. Um... So, yeah, today, Resident Evil 7 came out. Yes, it did. Cannibalism and all. Yep. Down in the deep south. Yep. A bit Louisiana. Of kind of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of story. But with a family. Well, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a family story. I thought it was only one guy. No, it's a family story. I've seen that movie before. I don't remember anybody else besides the one dude with the masks. Uh, you haven't seen the real Oh, wait. No, there was like a mom or like a wife or something, right? It's a family story. Okay, never mind. Is that based on a true story, too? Well, it's stretching it. It all goes back to Ed Gaines. A lot of... Oh, yeah, Ed Gaines. Yeah, I remember Ed Gaines. It's just the... the I like Ed Gaines. He's my friend. He'd probably just make a lampshade out of you. Anyway, Resident Evil 7. um, They did something kind of amazing with this game. For the first time ever, you could play it either normally or you could play it in VR. Okay, so you made me play the VR version of the demo. The demo. And I got sick after probably 20 or 30 minutes. Yep. So I played 45 today, and there's definitely that is a possibility. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of settings, though, you can do as far as how the camera moves. Um, you can also control your character's pace. You can move it really slow, which I have questions about later, because I know that part of 
later, you're kind of running away from things. Okay. If you've got movement slow, like, how does that not screw you but over? But they would have to go slow, too, then. I guess. That'd be the only way to be fair. But yeah. it seems like it kind of break the game to me. Like, how can you feel like you're in an urgent situation when you're... Moving very moving slow. Moving very slowly. Um, but the, yeah. biggest, the biggest thing you can change is when you uh, change your view. So you can look around just with your head. Um, but if you want to look really far, you have to turn the right stick okay. to change your viewpoint. Yeah. You could set it to either smooth, which means yeah. if you turn the joystick, you're going to... Yeah, you're going to pan. one-to-one pan. Or you can set um, kind of a stutter pan, where every time you move it, it'll move 30%. And you can set what it, which um, how many degrees it turns. Okay. There's 30%, 45%, and 90%. 90% is just like, ugh, like, I'm looking here... Now I'm looking here. It's yeah, too much. That's what I had. So I also didn't like 45. 45 was also too much. 30% is, is still a bit of a jump, but it's you still kind of see part of what you were seeing before. Yeah. So it's okay. So it doesn't fuck with your mind So too I much. played with smooth for a while, and I was okay. But there's definitely that sinking stomach feeling a little bit when you're playing with smooth. Um, yeah. So I didn't have too much issues once I set it to 30% on the head movement. There was one part where you jump off of an embankment, like, six feet down. Uh, and that was a bit rough. Yeah, no shit. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how jump scares would be. I haven't, I was only, only one so far. I was sort of prepared for it because it was a scene that was in the demo. Okay. So it wasn't really a jump scare, if you know what I mean. Were you in the house? Yes. Uh, okay, TV we'll crew, where you find um, the producer. Okay. Um... So, textures go down dramatically. I was going to ask you about that, because I did see the video you posted. In VR. Yeah. Um, well, some of the tree textures outside were kind of weird to begin with. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of flat branches. Okay. They're not yeah, fluffy. They're, they're not like, fluff. Here's a branch. Yeah, okay. So, um, w while you're moving, you don't notice as much. It actually works pretty well. Um but if you stop and look at the foliage, it's like, okay. <laughs> it looks like, a lot better once you're like inside. Once you're inside the house, it looks a lot better because it's. So they spent way more time in the house. And they also have the advantage of making it so it's dark, and you only have your flashlight, so they only show like a little cone of vision. Yeah. It's much more effective inside. Um, but there's an immediacy to the the VR that really changes the experience. What do you mean? Well, it's a first-person perspective no matter how you play, whether, yeah. whether VR yeah. or on the TV. I tried playing um, on the TV, and while the textures were better, like, it wasn't as immersive. Like, yeah. Um, it's notably, notably different, like, how much you feel like you're in the scene when you're playing in VR. Like, it hmm. really does draw you in. And It was really cool when I was playing it. I mean, other than, like, the sick feeling I got, like... So, yeah, I, I may decide... To slowly play this game in slowly VR? Slowly play through VR. I'll see how it goes. There might be sections where I don't want to play in VR, like if there's a boss battle where I have to move around a lot, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not going to commit to 100%. So I've never played a like, Resident Evil game. This game definitely seems more like of a... It reminds me of 4 in a lot of ways. Uh, 4 has the same thing where you're approaching an area through the woods and... This definitely seems a lot Did more you play like... Four? No, I didn't. Oh, that's too bad. That four, 4 was good. Definitely seems a lot more like uh, the game we just played um, for the YouTube channel. For the YouTube channel. Oh, um, I see what you mean. Different perspective, but yeah. 
Um, I they, mean, it definitely seems more like dawn. yeah, definitely seems more. They took a lot of cues actually from that demo um, that never got made into a game. PT, did you play PT? Um, it feels a lot like PT, like going through the same hall. Do you have PT? I don't. Okay. Um, I don't know if it would have survived a system transfer. It would have. Um, but I deleted it at some point, and mm-hmm. then it's too late. Yeah, you can't re-download. It's okay, honestly. Yeah. It's not something I would. It, it would be cool to say. Because wasn't PT it. supposed to be Resident Evil Seven? No. Silent Hill. It's oh, a, Silent Hill. Competing franchise. Yeah, right, 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 right. Gotcha. But fuck Konami. Yep. Fuck Konami. Um, Woohoo! Konami! Yeah, Silent Hill, there's been some good games. There's been some really shitty ones, too, but there's been some good Silent Hill games. Yeah. As far as atmosphere, um, Silent Hill definitely beats out Resident Evil most of the time. Hmm. Um, but. Resident Evil is like. Uh, they straight they? up copied a lot from the PT demo. Did they? When, yeah, you're going down a hallway in a house and. And the hallway changes as you go through at different times, and yes, it's absolutely... Do the rooms change? Well, you're going through different time periods also. Like, you play through... fuck me. Well, remember the TV crew that you played the demo? That happens in the past. So even though you're playing through it, because it's a video... You play through a video cassette. But that's, like, not current time, if that makes sense. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel there'll be more changes later, too. Um... You're basically like you actually be in so the, the setup. Day. The setup of the story is, your wife is like, I think a nanny for a family, and then she disappears. And then three years later, you get an email saying, "Come get me at this farm." It's like a really short email, and so it shows you driving in a car through the bayou, um, kind of wave to Lake and Clay on the way by. And Do you really? No. Oh, I, okay. But, I was going to say, holy shit. But since I just played Mafia 3 in my head, that's what happened. Like, gotcha. Lincoln Clay's leaving. Yeah. And you're coming in. That's, gotcha. That's like, there's, there's a continuity now in my games. Um, so, I might need a new Alloy FPS keyboard. Dude, we should make a short video of that. That'd be epic. We like, should. Lincoln Clay's like, you know. I just, See ya. I just killed everybody. He's like leaving town. And then this guy's like, I got my wife. I got my wife. <laughs> um, That'd be a cool short. That would be a really cool short. Where was I going with this? Okay, so he goes he goes to the the farm. He goes to the whatever. farm. The front door's locked. Um, he goes down a different way and sees a like a TV crew van with some equipment. And then goes in kind of the back way. You find a video cassette from that TV crew. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to see that you're in a bad situation. That's kind of where I'm at. And right you now. play this gentleman trying to find his yes. wife? You play just a dude like you or me. He's not like a military. Yeah. Like a lot of the Resident Evil games were like. Um, they're like ex cops or military, right? Right. Like CIA operatives. Were they like Umbrella Corp? Well, what game is that? That is Resident Evil. Okay. And so far, Umbrella Corp. Has not been a part of this? But I'm betting they'll be in there somewhere. Like maybe they. Like a nod to them? Like a totally, drug or something that yeah, those people Yeah, this family up. Something. Okay. It'll be involved somehow, but. Resident Evil's gotten really crazy with, like, super mutant monsters and, like... They're almost kind of like the Hideo Kojima of this for type of game. There's definitely some of that craziness. Yeah. And so far, this game is not that. It's okay. much more just preying on your feeling of being in a completely unfamiliar situation. A lot of decay. You have this as DLC, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Or download, didn't you? No, it's on a disc. Okay. I might have to play it after you're done. Yeah, I think you might enjoy it. Um... I might. I've heard it's a 12-hour game, so you could probably knock it out in a couple sessions. Yeah. Especially as you'll be playing it on a screen instead of VR. Yeah, no shit. But um, it's definitely got the atmosphere. Um, so I'm excited. Um, okay. I think it's going to be a pretty good game, and I'm going to 
try to play that because I've got another game pre-order, which is Horizon Zero Dawn. I you and, got that coming in the mail too? Uh, it's March or is it February? I, I don't know when it's going to be. I think it's the, the end of February. So I'll borrow that after you're done with it too. I don't know if I'll be done with it, but I'll let you borrow it at a certain point because the Switch will come out too. Oh, well, then we both will be fucked. Um, right. Speaking of Resident Evil, they always had like weird-ass save features. So what's up with this game? So, in the original original Resident Evil, well, they did this all the way through 5, I think, where you had a very limited inventory. Mm-hmm. You had a backpack, and like you had to make things fit in it. So like a gun would be like a shape like this. Yeah, it was basically like Tetris. It was totally Tetris. And then like a, a health pack would be this, and so you could nest them and try mm-hmm. to fit them. And like one character had a bigger backpack because he was male. Chris yeah. had a bigger backpack than what's her name Valentine, I think. But anyway, um, all that to Racist. say that you had to save up. Um, Sexist, technically. Well, guys do tend to be bigger than women. That's actually a fact. I mean, but that's in video games doesn't have to be. Okay. I, I, she usually at my CrossFit foods. gym, there's different weights that men carry versus women carry because, as a rule, men are true. bigger than women. Very true. That being said, I work out with a woman that can lift more than me and is almost half my weight. Really? She's amazing. Wow. So, just because that's insane. Just because something that's is crazy. generally true doesn't mean it's always true. Yeah. Anyway, so. Part of the inventory problem of Resident Evil, the first one, was you had these um, typewriter ribbons. Because mm-hmm. the only way to save is at a typewriter that you find throughout the mansion. And to, to save, you'd have to use up a typewriter ribbon. So you had to like really think, like, do I want to save now or do I want to wait? And if I wait, I could go around the corner and get killed. And then you had to restart from like the last typewriter. So the actual act of saving was... <laughs> was was stress- like a mind fuck, was too. Was stressful. So those... That's why it was called survival horror. Like, you had to manage your resources and survive. This isn't so much that. Okay. But a nod to it is that to save, you have to come to a um, tape recorder. Okay. You don't have to worry about having a tape. You just have to find a tape recorder. This happens in several Japanese games, actually, like uh, Dead Rising. Doesn't get, not Yakuza. Doesn't uh, Shenmue have something like that, too? Yes. Shenmue, you save at your bed or something. Okay. Like that. But that's not as much stressful because you can always get back to your bed. Yeah, that's true. You're not fighting zombies to get there. But you yeah, never it's, know. A, it's a weird mechanic that has mostly gone away. We're pretty spoiled now with quick saves and auto saves. Yeah. And doesn't seem to have that. Um, yeah. I think it might have auto saves. I'm not sure, but I did quit at one point and I did have to go through a whole area again. Shit, that sucks. So I will be waiting for saves points now. Exactly. Because, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but um, so far, really liking Resident Evil 7. See? I talked a long time about that. What are you been playing? You have a question mark in here. Yeah. I didn't want to say the title. Oh, gotcha. That was for uh, Hyrule Warriors. Gotcha. So, State of Decay. I think I'm done. Again. Did you hit the same spot? Basically. So what is it about this spot that makes you not want to play anymore? It's repetitive at this spot. Like, it's been fun up until here. That's why you're never going to beat Mafia 3, too. No. Like, this game doesn't have, like, a real, like, driving storyline. Mm. It is The Walking Dead. Like, you are... Just get out there, the find gr- survivors. The survival. Yeah, grinding survival. Get your supplies that you need. And the factions meet. aren't interesting enough to make it... Exactly. Because you talked about this faction that you weren't sure if they were... I got back to, like... I guess maybe... I, 
All right, tune in next week, and I will go and I'll follow this faction storyline through and see Maybe if you should better. check a forum on the game and see if other people ran into this and have, if they got past it or if it's even worth it. Yeah, because this is like the fourth time I've done this. You should probably find another zombie game. Yeah, um, we'll see. Um, so after I got pissed off with State of Decay, I jumped into Stardew Valley. I didn't really get pissed off, I shouldn't say that. I just got, like, just fucking, like, wearing. Yeah. Like, it's literally go out, hey, there's a survivor out here who needs your help, can you go help them out? Like, radio communication, kind of like Firewatch. Okay. And it's just like, hey, there's a zombie infestation coming towards our camp. Is there any way you could, like, help us take care of that really quick? And, uh, so yeah. It's just over and over again. I moved us to, like this huge facility where we can have a shitload of people, but, like, the developers didn't make, like, enough beds in this area for, like, the amount of people that I've amassed, and I haven't been able to find a fucking place bigger than it, so, like, I can't even build enough beds for the people that I got. So, like, everybody's morale goes down. And I'm just like, well, I'm either faced with two options. Either kick people out of my fucking thing and, like, kill them. I've spent, like, hours, like, helping save these people. Or their morale goes down. They end up getting in fights. So guys sound like Pokemon where you feed them to each other. Exactly. I mean, I might just shoot them in the head and then, hey, there's a fucking free meal. Um, so I started playing Stardew Valley. Okay. A little bit of it. I picked it up again. Um, Did you pick up your original game? or? No. So I started a new one. Okay. And I don't... What's your kids playing it on? Are they playing it on a controller? Yeah. What controller? Xbox 360. I'm not liking it on it. It's hard. You're a PC guy. Yeah, it's difficult. Okay. So, um... Why? What part's difficult? Because it doesn't, like, run you through, like, what the fuck the controls are for it. Hmm. Okay. At least on mine. I don't know if I need to, like, uninstall or reinstall I never or something. I had any problems. Like, there's some points where you had to type, but the wireless keyboard you gave me was fine. And yeah. Mostly in the beginning, I think. Yeah, it is mostly in the beginning. And I, I never had issues with the control part of it. Okay, so, yeah, I, I guess I just suck at the controls. I don't know. Um, Alright. So, I guess I just need to sit down, and if that's how you guys have played it, um, maybe I need to figure out what, like, just sit there and just play the controls and figure out what they all do. I thought um, there was an option screen where it actually showed you. Oh, well, there might be. I don't know. I might have missed that. Um, but, I really want to play Stardew Valley, so I'll go sit back down. I really enjoyed the game the first time. Um, I also played a little bit of NBA 2K17, so I got through my first year contract, and then, like, got to go, like, bid for another contract. It wasn't as exciting as I thought, so. Might be done with, done with it until NBA 2K18 comes out. Um, 2K17 didn't have that great of a story line to it. Um, so you like the story better for 2K16? Yeah. It was definitely more... You like the Spike Lee joint? Yeah, Spike Lee joint. Um, and I played some Elder Scrolls Online, which also figured out that they have beta controller settings on it, which sucked kind of but they worked all right so um it streamed perfectly fine up to the uh, steam link so playing an mmo online which obviously isn't like a high capacity mmo like world of warcraft or anything but um mmo nonetheless played it online with a controller sitting on the couch pretty fun so cool yeah that's what i played this week um, played a fair amount of games for once yeah i spent a little bit of time on it so nice yeah I mean, when you're not fucking sleeping for 48 hours, you know, you've got nothing else to do. I do, however, though, need to get my, to my comics. So, I'm not going to show them, but I will show you. Every comic that's facing us 
It's comics I need to read. Everything that's not facing us is comics that like, I've I would read. bring you my Old Man Logan comic, too, but I know you'd never get to it. Old Man Logan comic? Like, from X-Men? Yeah. Well, fuck! Gotta read these now to get to that. How many pages is that? I feel like I read it an hour. Okay. Alright, that's not too bad. No, it's, it's a graphic novel. Okay. It's all one shot. Okay, cool. And it's not the same plot as the movie, but it does have a broken down old old man Logan. It's, you talking about the movie that's coming out? Yes, we should play a show. Yeah. I, see the I trailer? saw the trailer, which was rated our trailer. I, I about shit myself when I saw the trailer. That you don't get to see enough awesome. rated. It was awesome. You don't get to see enough rated R trailers. So the only problem is, like, Deadpool called Wolverine out in his movie and was like, we should make a movie together. And I don't think that's ever going to happen now. Unless they get a new Wolverine. But I don't know if they're going to do that for, like, years. I think, like, we'll be old men by the time they do that. Maybe. I don't know. They've got their acceptance. I like what Jorge said, that now that he's seen that trailer, he can imagine... The Last of Us. Like, Hugh Jackman doing the Last of Us character on it. Once he he said that, I'm like, yep. Definitely. Once he said that, I could definitely see that. That would be epic. It would be. Oh, yeah. So we should probably play one of those trailers right here. You know, you got to pay for that, right? Hey. Come on. Not okay. We got ourselves an X-Men fan. Maybe a quarter of it happened. And not like this. In the real world, people die. Logan. I don't want to talk about it. Logan. Just stop. Be careful. I need the girl. What girl? Go get him. No. 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 Holy fuck. And we're down. Like you. Very much like you. I am not whatever it is you think I am. She needs our help. Someone will come along. Someone has come along. This is what life looks like. People who love each other. A home. You should take a moment. Feel it. You still have time. Two days on the road, only one meal and hardly any sleep. She's 11, I'm fucking 90. Yes. It's fucking awesome. Yes, it was. Got me excited so, for that movie. I really like that girl. She's like she's badass. She's really badass. Um, so yeah. So that leads us over to our tech talk this week. Yes, let's do some tech talk. So we're talking about a bomb. Tim has the Boston Marathon bomb. So I I'm not sure how they 
made this into a bomb, but there's definitely the pressure inside. Um, I'm sure they had to like crack it up and modify it at some point. That's yeah, somewhere. I don't really want to Google that because I'm on enough lists as it is already. I'll Google it for you. Don't worry about it. So porridge. What the fuck is porridge? Oatmeal. Why does it, why the fuck does it say oatmeal? I don't know. It's for, it's a Canadian firm. So this is um, the Instant Pot. I haven't heard of porridge since the fucking, like, Three Little Bears and Goldilocks. See, we have heard of it. It is specifically the IP Duo 60 version 2. That's right, the deluxe version. Um, got a locking Instant top. Instantpot.com? Mm-hmm. So this is the pressure ring right here, silicone pressure ring. If this okay. gets fucked up... It, You're fucked? Well, it won't make pressure. Okay. So, it's got a big insert that you can clean out. Um, you can actually saute stuff in here before you seal it. Like cook stuff in the bottom. Huh. While, with the lids open. That's cool. Stir it, like brown your beef or whatever, cook your onions, and then... So there's like a heating setting for that? Yeah, there's a button for it. So um, saute, yeah. This is a pretty cool thing where you put it on the bottom. Oh nice, you pull whatever out just instantly. Right. So actually, for, the juices for, in there. for porridge, for example, I could put a bowl with the oatmeal and the water and raisins or whatever in there, mm -hmm. and then put water underneath it, because you have to have water to make, make steam, or else you will screw things up. I'm not sure what this is yet, and this is like a rice thingy. Which this one? Is just Which one do you don't want This. I don't know what that is. I don't know that is either, but there's all sorts of like imposing looking showing the seal on the top. So that is the seal right there, oh, ladies and gentlemen. On the very top, the pressure seal. This? The, yeah. Pretty weird looking stuff. It's right here. You hook a wire up to this and to no, this. It's not and this part blows up. So yeah, I gotta learn how to use all this clean Venting? up. Holy shit. So you gotta like vent this shit while you do it, or just so something that's is required venting? No, that's the other thing I have to learn, like manual venting or natural venting. Like you can let the pressure slowly release, or you can force it to release, and that sends a huge jet of steam like to your ceiling. And you can do that, but it's a little scary. So that's why I'm taking this class to learn how to use this damn thing. Okay, so now explain how you got this and any of the circumstances, because this played into why your wife bought you another Christmas present. Well, I mean, I've been trying to eat more healthy, like I said, and she knows that I don't like cooking in general. This is kind of a set it, forget it thing. Like, once I learn how to push all these buttons or whatever, I can throw my ingredients in here. I can even, like, for my oatmeal in the morning, set it up the night before and set a timer. On here? Mm-hmm. And it won't start it till whenever I tell it to. Um, so it's a cool way to cook things faster. Yeah. And all in, like, you can do chili. Make, apparently make amazing chili in this. Huh. Um, does whole chili. I've never known anybody who has a uh, pressure cooker before. Oh, so. It's like a fad right now. Like, it's a huge thing on Facebook. There, there's this Instapot community I had to silence because there's so many posts. Really? And that adds to the confusion. Like, there's all these recipes and people asking, how do I cook this? Should I cook that? And I'm like, ah. So I'm going to start with the basics. Like, yeah. oatmeal, eggs, chili, pulled pork, chicken. some chili. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring you some chili when I make it. Um, so I'm excited. It looks cool. It's definitely yeah, it does look cool. It's definitely a piece of technology. It uh, changes the physical environment for cooking food. So do you know how long pressure cookers have been around for? Um, so this is an electric pressure cooker, 
which means it has its own self-contained heating unit that you plug into the wall, right? Mm -hmm. There are stovetop pressure cookers where you would put um, the base of it onto a heating, a pre-existing heating element, whether it's a fireplace or like an old-timey camp stove unit, and it's just all about the locking lid. So pressure cookers have been around for centuries. In yeah, 1679. Okay, Mr. Google. But, but, <laughs> but that's from heating from, yeah, like, from a fireplace yeah. or... They've had ovens even for a while, for yeah. quite, a, quite a few centuries. So um, it's all about if you could create a locking mechanism that would create a pressurized environment. Cause Your Instant Pot is, like... I even typed in, like, what when was the first electric pressure cooker made? Mm -hmm. Instant Pot is, like, Instant all over Pot the is fucking huge. place. It's actually a rage. I'm probably, like one of the 20% of males who are using this. It's a very, it's, it's a very chatty female environment on the Facebook group. Hmm. Um, but it's exciting. Like, uh, it's people, there are some people that's, this is all the only way they cook now. Really? <laughs> I'm not going to get that crazy with it. But, um, I'm excited to make, I bought some, uh, silicone molds. Um, they're supposed to be for like muffins, but okay. I'm gonna, when I get that chicken stock, I'm gonna pour it in and then freeze it, and I'll have my own blocks of chicken bullion. Nice. So that'll be cool. Um, that'll be, make veggies out. Jesus Christ! Just from my Google search, now I have pressure cookers all over oh, my fucking you, Amazon page. You're gonna see that forever now. You're screwed. Is that the one you got? Um. The V3. No. Is no. it a better one? Maybe. The V2. I think that's not a better one. That's IP Lux 60. I got the, um, I can't remember again. I have the IP Duo 60 v version 2. IP Duo 60 version 2. V2. 109. Like I said, the price on Amazon, it go on sale quite frequently. I would wait unless you have a burning desire to get one. Um, I already bought it. You did? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, once you see, like, I don't know, like this Instapot community I've said on Facebook, like I said, it's totally intimidating, but I've gone on about this way too much. It's time for our break so we can have another tasty treat. All right, sounds good, guys. We'll be right back after this music break. Tasty treats in that box in Tim's hand. It's time for a little dessert. All right. So we were just on the phone during the break with uh, Q, who's enjoying his own tasty treat right now. Of um, nuts. It's nut cream. Yeah, he likes to take the nut cream. Uh, so I've never heard of this before, but it's apparently big in the Bahamas and Tobago. It's um, called rum cream. It's coffee nut rum cream, more specifically. So. Huh. It, it sounds good. It does sound good. From reading about it, it sounds something for what you and I are used to, something between Kahlua and Bailey's. Okay. Kind of a cream liqueur. With a little bit more of a coffee hint yes. to it, maybe? so I would totally drink that. Yeah, I would totally drink that, Just, too. I wouldn't tell people I was drinking nut cream. Exactly. Nut cream is probably not the right rum word Rum cream is a better word for it, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, rum cream. You're not drinking nut cream. Not drinking <laughs> nut cream. I'm, I'm good with saying that. 
Um, so now we are going to enjoy our own dessert-type uh, beverage from Backwoods Brewing Company. Oh, nice. Right down the road. Yeah. Um, we've been to the brewery. It's over, is it Carson? Yeah, I believe so. I think so. it's Carson. It's over on Highway 14 down, uh, down the gorge. So this is a pecan pie porter. It's 5.9 by volume, alcohol, 20 IBUs. Um, brewed with chocolate and natural flavors uh, is Carson Washington, like I said. Experimental Forest Series. I almost bought this at uh, Costco, so I'm glad I'm going to try it. So it says, one of our favorites, pecan pie porter, is the perfect way to treat yourself. Oh, nice. Just treat. Made with five different grains, including chocolate and caramel malt, this seasonal porter gives off subtle chocolate notes, sub-complemented with hints of vanilla and pecan. So this should be pretty yummy. Whoop! Thinner head than I would have expected. Backwoods ring. What the name, what's the name of that one again? It's a Backwoods Pecan Pie Porter. We're talking about chocolate. I'm kind of. It's interesting that they go with pecan pie. So. I mean, I have pecan pie in the in my drawer too out there. Cool. If you want local pecan pie, that's really amazing. Screen door. Screen door. What the fuck is that? It's a really popular breakfast spot in Portland that will literally take two hours to get into on the weekend. Really? Mm-hmm. They have a really good pecan pie. All right. Here's Q's nut cream. Q's nut cream. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really good. Alright guys, this has been episode 129 or whatever the hell it is, 172. 128, I think. Yeah, 169. Can't wait for that episode. I'm gonna have some more awesome sound effects. Yeah, our YouTube history will look all messed up again. Yep. Um, by chance, did you listen to the Christmas episode? Because they had like jingle bells and like yeah. a whole bunch of other shit in that. It was pretty cool. I like that. We did some good editing on that one. I don't remember which episode number it was. We should look that up. I don't remember. Alright, let's kick it. Tim? Alright, so this is a game. You need to just pull it, pull it up for you? Yes, if you Okay. Um, this game was originally kickstarted for the first installment. I'm not sure if it was kickstarted for the second installment. They might have run just on the funds that generated from I the second. I think they did. Okay, so this, th this series has definite history with, with Kickstarter. Kickstarter. So I'm going to pause right here and let the developers talk about it. But um, this is Bonner. Banner Saga 3. Banner Saga Banner Saga 3. Hi, everybody. I'm John Watson. And I'm Arnie Jorgensen. Today, we're very excited to announce that we're returning to Kickstarter, where it all began, for the epic conclusion to the series we set out to create with you almost five years ago, Banner Saga 3. Banner Saga 3 is a mythological Viking role-playing game. You travel through vast landscapes and fight epic tactical battles. The saga centers on mature, evolving storylines where the lives of your clansmen and families really do depend on the decisions that you make. How do you face the end of the world and go on? This is the third and final piece of the long-awaited Banner Saga trilogy. We never would have been able to deliver this award-winning series as a small indie studio without your help. And for this, the entire team would like to say thank you. Thank you. 
When we started Stoic years ago, we were just three guys in a goat shack located in an old farmer's market in Austin, Texas. But we haven't left our indie roots and still only have a team of seven. To stay lean, we all work from home. The team all link in from various parts of the world. Hello from Berkeley, California. Good afternoon from Glacier National Park. Good day from London, Canada. Hello from Austin, Texas. Hello guys, and good evening from Russia. For the original Banner Saga Kickstarter, we set out to make an epic, mythical world with impactful story choices in a genre we've always loved, turn-based tactical strategy. Imagine our surprise when you blasted the roof off our original goal and supported this work many times more than we asked. In fact, every extra penny we got went straight into the game and even helped us make the sequel. Now, here we are five years later, and Banner Saga has captured the imagination of millions of fantasy fans, gamers, musicians, and patrons of art, winning a myriad of awards in the process. So, why do we need your help? As you can see, we're still solidly indie, and although we've got a great partner in our publisher, Versus Evil, we're still not taking any outside funding to make this final piece of the series. To produce a game of this quality will not be cheap. We'd love more cutscenes, more animations, boss fights, and basically more time to do it right. The award-winning skill of Kapow Audio in Australia, who brought so much to the mood and ambiance of the game. The voiceover work that adds that legitimate Nordic flavor from the best in the business, Searland over in Iceland. Banner side Whoa, whoa, guys, guys. They didn't even talk about music, you know, original score. This was a big part of the first two games. Don't we want to bring that to uh, Banner Saga 3? Yes. And out to Los Angeles for the score from the amazing Austin Wintry. So, how about it? Will you lend us your axe and join us in the shield wall for this final journey together? In return, we promise to deliver another first-class RPG and worthy conclusion to your epic saga. Thanks for watching. And until our next update, Skull! Skull. So you just heard them talk about how they're a really small team, they're very passionate about their vision, they don't want outside money, um, they've done the first two without outside money, um, they have a very unique team where they have different people stationed all across the world doing different parts, um, the Foley artists especially look really cool with like cracking branches and stuff to make the sounds for the yeah. game, um, the cutscenes are really cool, like cartoons, um, looks like a really cool game, I wish I liked tactical RPGs more. The only two I've liked are XCOM and then the one anime game that I can never remember the name of with tanks. Um, there's people screaming at me right now because I know what it is. It starts with an L, I think. Um, but Bonner Saga is a... Banner. Banner. <laughs> it's Bonner Saga, laddie. Because it's a Viking game. Gotcha. Don't you know? Don't you know? Um, what is this, fucking Canada now? I was going for Irish Gaelic, but... Okay, sure. maybe, possibly. I can't I mean, do you do have... No, you have Scottish family, never mind. That, not me. That's my wife. I, I mean, They're I'm your honor, family. Scottish. Yeah. I should get a kill. I got kicked out of Scotland, so. Congratulations. I don't know. I, I don't think those be your people. They drink a lot. And they throw logs for fun. Yeah, the problem is when we try to overthrow the king. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, they kick you out and then they destroy your uh, family crest. They're fiercely independent people. Yep. Um. So the Vikings, yes. So this is like a... A really bleak world. I think basically the world is ending, but you still have to continue on. So okay. the story really interests me. The art really interests me. The music is amazing. They actually have an orchestra performing um, 
like specially composed music. Which I believe was like key with the first two as well. Yes. The soundtracks were just beautiful. Very high quality series. Um, I think you could back this in confidence that you would get your game um, because of their track record. Yeah. And that you'd get a good product. Um, so you can start by back. This just launched. They are asking for. You'll scroll back. Yep, two hundred thousand. They're already at eighty-six thousand um, with eighteen hundred backers. I think they just launched this week. Yeah, I think so. Cause they got forty-one days to go. Um, you can just get a shout out for ten bucks. You can get the game, I believe, for just twenty. Yep. Um, they have a thing too where if you back at that level, you can pay another twenty and get the Steam codes for the original two. Oh shit! But you could just buy the games on Steam too. I don't know how much they are. Um. um $30 gets you in the credits. Let's scroll down to the big one, of course. Way down there. There's a lot of back Keep levels. scrolling, keep scrolling, wow. keep scrolling. Oh, fuck. All right. For $10,000, the executive. Maybe you can read that because I can't read the screen. You get the ultimate level of support. This tier entitles you to be named in the credits as executive producer of Banner Saga 3 or Banner Saga 3. Show your passion for the game by using, uh, assuming this role and you'll be invited to a substantial board meeting with the team if you choose to attend this video conference. It will provide weighty discussions and planning on the topics of design, art, production, and business. You will be exposed to intimate knowledge of the hidden lore of the Banner Saga world and you will have influence on the production and design of the game if you choose. Furthermore, you will be invited to join us at one of the major conferences around the world, including PAX West, PAX Prime, which is now PAX... What? They said PAX West and PAX Prime? Yep. Isn't those the same thing? Those are the same fucking things. Whatever. PAX South or Gamescom, so this is obviously a Maybe they, Maybe they messed West and East. They just yeah, I think so. And South. Out. They forgot South, too. Or Gamescom. No, it said South. No, it didn't. Yeah. PAX West, PAX Prime. Oh, yeah, PAX South. Okay. Yeah. Say it. Tim is right. Tim is right. At this conference, we will provide you with exhibitor badge and full access to our booth while we conduct our business there. After work is done, you will join us for delicious repast as we feast upon the local fare and regional meads. As executive producer, you will be responsible for your own travel and lodging expenses. What also this includes is digital download of the game, backer, forums, and gallery badge. Your name that credits exclusive game start screen, exclusive wallpaper, alpha that would be access. Cool. Like an exclusive start screen. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. Heroic in-game item, trilogy soundtracks digital, trilogy art book digital, gift of harbage novel digital, dredge themed hat, dredge themed poster, dredge themed t-shirt, dredge in-game heroic title, val varl, val themed pint glass, viral themed poster, viral themed t-shirt, in-game heroic. So you get all the physical goodies. That's exactly. Cool. You get all the physical goodies. You get a trilogy art book physical, personalized in-game item, stoic drinking horn. That would be cool. Personalized. Oh, there's a picture of that right below. That looks awesome. Oh, that looks really fucking cool. Imagine doing a tasty treat out of that. It's a glass horn with like a leather uh, pedestal. Yeah, with it a wood. It looks epic. It does look pretty fucking epic. Um... Personalized character icon, personalized portrait, and signed print. Name and credits as, as executive producer. Attend board meetings with team. Global game conference attendance. Um, that is estimated delivery of 2018. So there is one of one still available. Um, personalized. I'm trying to see if that's the only one where you get to attend a conference with them. And that is. 
There's a $5,000 tier that has a lot of the same things, but not the conference. Basically the same exact thing, except for without the conference. Um, there's so a lot of tiers, though. There's a shitload of tiers. There's tiers flowing everywhere. So check that out. Um, the game has definitely a, a good track record, um, and they've, they've got a team that knows how to make these games. This will be the conclusion of the series, also, they were saying. So if you've... I mean, if you play Banner Saga 1 and 2, this is kind of a no-brainer for you, but... If you haven't, you want to maybe check it out, um, see what something you're interested in. Banner Saga 2? 3. 3. Damn it. <laughs> Better part, right? Make any headphones wireless jack by Poto Labs. That has my Kickstarter this week, guys. Tell, tell me about Jack. Or you don't know Jack, do you? I don't know if this audio is good or not. That's the problem I'm having right this second. I don't think it is. So, I'm going to talk about it. Okay, tell me about Jack. So, Jack is a wireless thing that you plug into your phone. kind of looks like a pager. Except for it's way smaller. I think more of like a tie clip. Okay. Um, you plug your headphones into it, and they become Bluetooth to your device. Okay. So, make any of your headphones uh, devices Bluetooth. You can share music at the touch of a button. Jack lets you wirelessly split audio so you can sh listen with a friend. All day battery, so it's going to last 12 hours of true playback time. Um, it has a 300 mAh battery, uh, which is the largest among competitors. Use existing headphones. So you guys have Bose headphones that you use to run on, whatnot. Plug this in. It's got a nice little clip. It clips to your jacket or shirt or your pants while you're running. Um, and makes it Bluetooth so you don't have to have it in your pants pocket. I mean, this would, I mean, I'm not going to lie, this would have solved my problem with breaking all my headphones at work. But how long is the battery life? 12 hours. Okay. Um, it has high def APTX audio, um, which I'm not really sure how that works. That sounds like marketing when you would meet. Exactly. So how this works, guys, is one, you plug it into your existing headphones. You okay. plug your existing headphones into this. Okay. Pair it with your device and play audio wirelessly. So it's Bluetooth. Exactly. Okay. So um, as a sharing device, uh, sharing mode, Jack is the only adapter that lets you sync headphones and share music wirelessly with a friend. Sync two jacks with a push of a button and receive audio from the same Bluetooth source. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, receive transmit, so you guys can receive and transmit audio along with it. Um, I'm just going to go up to the backing levels because... Actually, even though although I might not want one of these for my everyday work, this might seem pretty cool to have one of these as a piece. So $25, guys, get you the early bird one jack adapter. Um, it's still available. 157 of them left of 1500 If not, if you don't get the $25 level, you just have to go in for $29. Complete Jack Bundle gets you uh, the Jack Adapter, premium headphones, and a carrying case for $49. You get two of them for $49. So what's that in half, Tim? $25. $24.50. Okay, well, fuck. Guess not any cheaper for us to do that. No. So we're going to jump up to the big backing level. $999 gets you the massive gift pack. You get 50 of the Jack Adapters. Um, you get a 50% off retail. Um, contact... Uh, J-C-H-O-I at potolabs.com for distribution inquiries and support with this order. Um, to add to this, this reward, you can click there, add the following. 
you add $25 per jack, $19 per headphones, or $6 per carrying case. So, um, pretty cool little thing. Um, pretty techie. And I can see this definitely being used inside of a gym when you're jogging on a treadmill. We can turn our HyperX headphones into wireless. I mean, I don't know what the latency would be on that, but possibly. I mean, it might be cool. It's sort of cool. It's pretty cool. It's a cool little gadget. Yeah. I wonder if anyone else has done this before. It's like something know. that someone should have done. Exactly. So, I don't know. Jack. You, you don't know Jack. You don't know Jack. That's a good game. It is a good game. So, that is my kicker for this week, guys. The Make Any Headphones Jack by Pato Labs. So, Tim, you got some game industry news and events for us? Well, I do, but you looked all these up, so you probably know more about them than I do. Okay. So, Voice Actor Strike, guys, is going uh, with no end in sight. I'll look it's, at the next one. It is now the second longest running uh, strike in SOG history, SAG history, um, which actually, I'm trying to look up the dates. Um, 95 Days in 1980 was concerned with TV and video cassette deals. So that's how long ago the last strike was, last 95 days. In 2000, they had a strike that lasted 183 days over commercials. Um, so the SOG AFTRA, the video game actors uh, union, is now three months away from being the longest running voice actor strike in history. Um, basically, the only thing to take away from this is that the major game developers that are trying to argue um, their case are not giving, they've given in on basically every single demand that, that voice actors want, except for royalties and long running uh, repercussions. So they so, agreed to all the workplace. Basically, they've agreed to everything but paying them royalties per percentage of sold games. Hmm. So if the game sells a million units or if it sells 700 million units, it doesn't matter. They're not going to get paid any more per game sold. They get one set fee, it's good to go. Um, and the voice actors are saying, no, that's not fair. We should get some sort of percentage based off of sales of the work that we did. Um, so... Um, they worked 19 months um, in good faith, quote-unquote, with game developers. Um, Freeman, the spokesman for SAG-AFTRA, um, it's been the longest negotiation that they've ever done, and it was the last thing we wanted to do, but they left us no choice. So, um, there's no hope or end of end in sight. No, there's no end in sight so far. So they have uh, three months to go, and they'll be the longest-running voice actor strike ever. Great. So, um, I was gonna ask you though, when the voice actor or when the actors guild went on strike, that closed up a couple fucking shows. It was the writers guild. Oh, it was the writers guild. Sorry. Yes. And that closed up Lost, mm -hmm. and a few other shows like us. Uh, there's like a superhuman show or a supernatural show or something like that. Heroes. Heroes. Um, and they all tanked mm -hmm. during that. <laughs> they turned terrible. So what the fuck does this have to say about our video games coming out? Well, what do you think? Do you well, think this matters? For the kind of games I enjoy with story, yeah, those absolutely have... Voice actors. Dialogue in them. Exactly. You're talking about 
even Gears of War has voice actors. Voice acting, like yeah. it, it, it will absolutely make an impact. I don't know if the voice of Mario is a Screen Actor Guild associate, but I really don't think that he's going to be a voice actor Guild. I mean, he maybe he is, but I don't know. Woohoo! I mean, I'll do it. It's cool. It'd be funny if they got some <laughs> Russian Mario to fill in. Some Russian scab. It's <laughs> me, comrade. <laughs> That'd be kind of awesome, actually. I'd play Pretty that. cool. I'd play a game. Um, no, it will suck if they don't figure that out. Okay. Um, so. Especially all the kind of games I like. Like, they're talking about making a sequel to Last of Us. I don't yeah. know how they could possibly do that. They couldn't. Well, actually, Nolan North is not. And that's who. He's ta- He spoke up against. He's not part of the strike. Okay. So. Well, at least we'll have one more. I mean, he already does everything. Except for the fact now that... Now he will literally do everything. Except for The Last of Us 2 isn't guaranteed to have a minute, so... Well, now it will. He'll be playing, um... What's her name? He'll be playing Ellie. Yes. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hi! You, it's-a me, Mario! You sound fuck! You sound me! Mean. It's a me, Ellie! So All what right. do you got for us, Tim? I got depressing news. Ah, oh, fuck. So, the price of imported video games and consoles in U.S could be on the rise if Trump decides to import tariffs. U.S. President Donald Trump has said many times that his administration will impose import taxes on businesses that do not manufacture their products in the United States. And let me just pause here. Like, hardly any fucking products of any type are made in the United States. Not anymore. That's just a fact. Yeah. Like it or not, that's a fact. Yeah. The companies might be owned and ran in the United States, but the products aren't. So, this will affect video games. Although a blanket tariff has yet to be signed, Polygon reports Entertainment Software Association is already preparing for the worst and is working on a plan to deal with such a tariff should one go into effect. Um, as Polygon says, a 5 or 10% import tax may be imposed on imported products, which would obviously include games developed outside the U.S., as well as consoles. All three major consoles are manufactured in China. We are looking into the issue and can provide more information shortly, said the ECA spokesman, or ESA spokesperson. They're the uh, group that kind of represents all of the game manufacturers okay. and, and developers. So, so 30% tariff. So that means our game price would go well, up by 30%. If that's what the tariff is. If it's 10%, it would be 10%. So now, the thing is, I understand that sucks ass for us U.S.-based people, but our brothers and sisters over in Europe are already fucking paying that. Like, yeah. our $60 games are $100, $115 over there. U.S. dollars. I'm talking U.S. dollars, not European dollars, or whatever they have, or, or pounds. Yeah. Um, so they're already paying a substantial more for I the same game. it's called the VAT tax or some shit. Yeah. So they're already paying for it. I mean... Well, they aren't happy about it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not happy about it, but they're used to it. They've been doing it for years now. So, not sure how it makes America great to have these tariffs. It honestly. definitely doesn't make America great, and I don't think there's tons of people clamoring to have console manufacturing factories as their job in America. I mean, I would. Really, you'd want to sit on a factory floor for eight hours putting what the in. Fuck, do you think I do right now? Putting in the same piece over and over and over. No, you set up machines. You, you're moving around a lot more. Well, you're I not, guess you're that's not, true. You're not standing. I'm more. cutting fingers off and shit. Yeah. Well, you. You're not just assembling the same damn thing over and over. That's very true. I'm not convinced that if these jobs were available, that there'd be a huge rush of Americans lining up to do them. 
I don't want to get political, but I think there would have to be Americans doing it because if not, they wouldn't be getting welfare. That's what we're getting to. There's going to be no... I mean, nobody's going to be supported here in this country. If you're exactly. not paying into it, nobody's going to pay you to do shit. And that, yeah. that includes my mother, like, who's deceased now. But, like, honestly, if she was alive right now, like, even though, A, she, li- like, literally could not work because of the disabilities that she had, like, she would be out on the street. I don't see how forcing people to work who really can't makes us great. It doesn't. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. So. So, that's a bunch of bullshit. Um... I don't think it helps anyone. It doesn't. No. Um, other it helps pad people's pockets. Yeah, rich get richer, the poor get fucked even more. Yep. And we don't get video games for sixty dollars anymore. Speaking of expensive ass shit that's coming out. Yeah. The Xbox Scorpio. Yes. Bl- Ori in the Blind Forest de- developer Thomas Maher, um, great game director actually. Sorry. Um, explain that with the x86 architecture that the current consoles have mm-hmm. um, enable future proof games and describe the Scorpio as a brand new next generation console I, as an owner of a PlayStation 4 Pro I will say that although it runs things a little bit better it's not that brave. it's not very impressive so, so if they are actually changing the architecture of the Xbox One and making it better, upgradable, mm-hmm, that's that's good. That would actually make me look at Xbox maybe it's for the first gonna time. It's going to be future proof. I don't buy into that. I think they want you to buy the next Xbox too. He does go as far as to say, quote unquote, that it's not a half-assed upgrade. I would say the PS4 Pro is kind of a half-assed upgrade. So. And I, um, one, and I like it. Yeah, you like it. I but mean, I would say it's a half-ass upgrade. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was newsworthy. Sure. Um, the next thing, why don't you go ahead and read off the confirmed Nintendo Switch dates, because we actually do have confirmed dates now. Okay. Yeah, last week we had some of these, but not exact cl- dates. So, at launch, for the Nintendo Switch, you can get 1-2 Switch, which is kind of the Wii Sports of this generation, which should be packed in with the fucking system. It should be. It is not worth $50. Go watch the videos. It's at best a $30 game. Um, I'll spend 50 I'm sorry. I'll borrow your copy. I won't spend 50 Okay. Uh, the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus, Just Dance 2017, um, Human Resource Manager, I am Setsuna, which now that seems like everybody's clamoring over that game. I've never heard of it before. So it's a JRPG, kind of in the vein of Chrono Trigger. Um, it looks beautiful. Um, the art style is really good. People are really fucking stoked about it. Um, it's coming out to other systems as well. Okay. I believe PS4 for consoles. I'm not sure about Xbox One. Um, it's on Vita in Japan. Okay. But not in America. Okay. Which kind of sucks. Um, but I'll be looking at that. Now, um, did you know that the uh, Switch is not region locked? Yes, I did know that. Okay, because I didn't know that until this week. Um, but they were saying that you couldn't necessarily play um, Breath of the Wild in Japanese, even though it's not region locked. Hmm. I was just kind of wondering about that. That's kind of weird. Uh, speaking of uh, Breath of the Wild, that's coming out. Yep. Little Inferno, which is a weird little game. I have it on Wii U. It's a fireplace, and you just literally throw things in it and watch it burn. That's the game. That's um, cool. And when things burn, other things happen, but it's a weird little game. Huh. Skylanders Imaginators, Super Bomberman R. I can't fucking wait for that game. I think you should wait for... Oh, no, I can't fucking wait for that game. It's Konami, bro. I, I get that, but it's Super 
Super Bomberman. And they're bringing back the fucking battle stage. So, like, me, you, and your kids are going to have to all fucking pull them off. No, no, fuck you. I'm bringing it over to your house. I don't trust I don't give a shit. We are I'm worried that you're buying the shitty games. You're buying 1-2-Switch and... I, I'm not buying 1-2-Switch. I mean, I might buy it when it goes on sale. But okay. I'm not going to buy day one. Okay, I'm not either. But Super Bomberman, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy day one. Mm. So I'm going to bring it over to your house. This is the plan. Okay. I'm going to bring it over cool. to your house. I'm going to bring some fucking popcorn. Bring some fucking soda. And keep your kids up all night long. And that's <laughs> for going to play this fucking game all night long. They're bringing back the 4v4 or the uh, the one-on-one player battle royale which they haven't had in any Bomberman so since the 64 will it work with one player just on one Joy-Con I don't know hopefully I don't know we would have enough controllers for that but well I mean we're both buying fucking not day one necessarily oh well I might be buying enough for two player huh? well there you go so uh, World of Goo rounds it out also available on the Wii U okay uh, March spring with less definitive dates. Um, we got Arms in spring 2017. I okay. Ha- I have pre-ordered that. Um, that's. I'll be borrowing that from you. Well, I think we'll have to play it together, or we'll have to buy more Joy Cons. Oh, that's true. Because you need two sets of Joy Cons yep, okay. to, to, play, mind, to play it right. Yep. Um, Has been Heroes comes out March. What the um, fuck is that? Do you know? Don't know. Okay. And not, again, not a specific date. April 28th, um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's the other one I pre-ordered for the future. God damn it, you did do that one? I love that game. That's, I do love Mario Kart 8. Our, it'll be our next late night popcorn game. Okay, sounds good. Um, and that we will be able to play with the four Joy-Cons. Really? The two that each of us Okay, cool. Puyo Puyo Tetris um, is a game I want because I think my wife would be interested in it. Um, now, wasn't your wife a Puyo Puyo fan? Tetris fan. Oh, right. Puyo Puyo is not a thing, but it's similar enough. And I think she'll get into it. Okay, cool. And it is multiplayer. Nice. Um, this is a game I want. Snipper Clips, cut it out together, March 2017. The That's fuck? $20 downloadable game. We'll look at a video later. Okay. Um, summer is Rhyme, um, spelled R I M E, and Splatoon 2. I never got into the original Splatoon. Neither. Um, but I, I just never played it really, so. Yeah, I played it on that game truck that we had. For That's your kid's true. birthday. You did. Um, that was pretty fun. I went inside at that point. So, I might check that out, maybe. Um, but you'll have to use the online service to play. You gotta pay for that. And then fall you will. Um, so that brings us to game releases this week. Yep. You wanna go for it or do you want to? Go for it. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. PC, PS4, Xbox One. King- and the award for the worst title this week goes to... Jesus Christ. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. What the... F- prologue of the Channel... Fa- what the... What the fuck? 2.8. Yep, 2.8. Okay. HD. So, let me... This title, as fucked up as it is, actually makes sense. No, it doesn't. No, it does. No, it doesn't. Let me... You're break, not going to be able to convince me Let me break it down for you. Okay. So, what it is is a bundle... Of Kingdom Hearts games. Are you with me so far? I'm listening. 2.8 refers to not quite 3, I think, but almost 3. No shit, because 2.8 is like 0.2 away from 3. They're HD remasters. Jesus fucking Christ. So, they're going to wrap up the Kingdom Hearts series, right? Yes. So that'll be the final chapter? Uh Uh-huh. So this will be the prologue to that. All of these games are the prologue to the final chapter. That being said, even though I explained it all, 
Still the fucking stupidest title I've ever seen. Tales of Berseria. PS4 to say, right? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yakuza oh, 0. PS4, I'm assuming, because I know it's on Xbox. It's only PS4. Um, I kind of want the edition that's out day one, because it what? comes with a, a little stainless steel business card holder. Of Yakuza 0? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Motor Racer 4, PS4, US only. The Sims 4, Vampires, Mac and PC. Angematis. Angematis. Yep, that's the one. The Ghost of Maple Creek, PS4. Hunter's Legacy, PS4. Lethal League, which is like Rocket League, but lethal, PS4. Pineview Drive, PS4. That sounds like a really cool place to visit. Subterranean. 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 PS4, Xbox One, I don't have the hiccups, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Turning Test, PS4. Turing. The Turing Test. Do you know what the Turing Test is, in no. general? No. That's the test where um, Alan Turing, I think, was a computer engineer. The Turing Test is like if you can design an AI that people will not realize is, is an AI, that they think well, it's a human. Okay. So, like, you'll see, like, chatbots on the internet. They'll, yeah. They'll do tests on them that are called the Turing Test. Okay. Kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Firefighter 2017 The Simulation 2K17 Firefighter 2K17 <laughs> I gotta fucking check this shit out For Honor Closed Beta PS4 PC and Xbox One Why are we in that? I don't know but that game is fucking cool We should be in the closed beta We should be in the closed beta I really like that game when I played it at PAX I know um, Arcade Archives, Neo Geo World, Heroes. Now, why the fuck does it say that's Neo a, Geo in there? That's the runner-up for stupidest title of the week. No, fucking Neo Geo is like a failed-ass system. They had some cool games, though. They really did. Whatever. It did. Candy, please. No. That's kind of a messed-up game for a kid system. Candy, please. 3DS. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Candy, please? I have no idea. Okay. Candy Tales please. of Berseria. Bessaria PC Earthlock Festival of Magic PS4 Right on I've played two of those games Yeah you did So there's that I'm curious what that Ignimatis game is all about Yeah we'll check it out And I'll show you the Snipper clips In a second Sounds good So until next week guys Don't forget to check us out Facebook.com Forward slash Plug and Play Gamer Wait Facebook.com Forward slash Plug and Play Show Get it right. Get it right. Twitter and Instagram at Plug and Play Cast. YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. Plug and Play Gamer.com. TheBudSmashers.com. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine.